Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Steely, and today I'm joined by Quinn. Hi. The current score is 1818, and this time we'll be discussing the 37th episodes, Love, Totodile Style, and Kyoto Dragon. We recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And before we start, a big thank you to our fantastic patrons for supporting the show. If you want to join them, you'll gain early access to the uncut versions of the show, a week ahead of the edited version. And we are not far off reaching a goal where we'll get monthly specials on, like, the films and games and stuff as well. So give it a look. So let's dive straight into Love Totodile Style. This episode upset me. The intro to the episode upset me. Because the narrator has this awful habit of just constantly reminding me that we're on the way to Goldenrod and we are still not there. Yeah, yeah, we're, we have to be close now. So many episodes. So we find a lake because, you know, sometimes they're just lakes. Just lakes. They need a pit stop break because they've spent so long walking and taking pit stop breaks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need a break from breaks, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, sometimes you just need more break to your break, so you can break while you break. Have a Kit Kat. <laughs> no thanks. Kit Kat, sponsor us, please. So yeah, this episode uh, is focused on Totodile, go figure. And Totodile is going to be a sex pest. It's it's not good. It really isn't good. He started strong. The drumming on his belly was very, very cute. Sure, sure. I thought when Totodile started, you know, being terrible, this was going to be a very special episode where we learn about how harassing people is wrong. But instead, we learn about how, when in doubt, just keep harassing random women. It'll be fine. Yeah, because they're all just playing hard to get, aren't they? Uh-huh. I, I do appreciate that you know Azumarill is a girl, because she has a bow. Well, them's the rules. That That's how you know. And then later she loses the bow, and presumably stops being a girl. <laughs> and Totodile's like, no homo, have your bow back. Exactly, exactly. For reasons, Totodile likes hitting on girl water Pokemon. Yeah. Which, I mean, valid, valid. It's not been a thing till this episode. Probably won't ever be again. Yeah, Totodile's not been out much. We we do get a cool one-time person whose name I've already forgotten. Trixie. Trixie. Because she does magic tricks. Yes. It took me half the episode to understand that joke. It's like, oh yeah, Trixie does tricks. I get it now. Uh, yes, uh, so Tri- Trixie is good. She is extraordinarily tall, which I love. And also, she teaches her Pokemon to do magic tricks with her. And that's great. She should be a returning character. You seem to like the, the filler characters so far, just because they've both been tall women. I mean, that's a pretty baseline thing that I want out of out of people. Tall women are pretty great. But then also the magic. Magic's good. Anyway, so she has a Golduck and is looking for her Azumarill because Azumarill ran off for reasons. Azumarill is in love with the Golduck. Yeah, so we, we get a water Pokemon love triangle. It's barely a triangle. Really more of a relationship, and then also Totodile was there. Yeah, it's basically it. Totodile just puts in. I want to give some props to do Team Rocket for actually having a pretty good plan this time. They actually succeed to an extent. They grab two of the Pokemon and get away. They just don't go far enough away. Yeah, if, they, if they'd just gone straight back to base, they'd be fine. Yeah. They could have won. They could have. But the Travelling Circus. I'm into that. That's a real money earner if they get it going. Apart from the fact that 
Trixie already has a competing traveling circus. You can go, you can just leave Johto. Like, go have a traveling circus in Kanto. Maybe. I, I like the idea of let's steal some Pokemon that know how to perform, also Pikachu, and we'll just go start a circus. Money making schemes are uh, a forte of this. So Tortodile just like randomly interrupts Trixie's show because he's kind of a. Pikachu! And people like it, and then Azumarill gets mad, understandably, and walks off stage, and then Totodile runs off stage, and Ash has to, like, catch all the uh, fruit that Totodile was juggling, and it- it's pretty cute. The audience just threw their fruit to the Totodile. Yeah, all that fruit that you always take into a show. Perfectly good apples and oranges and bananas, and just wasted. Yeah, they hadn't even taken a bite. Like, what's up with that? I could understand them having tomatoes on hand. Oh, sure, sure. That's that's just good practice. Waste of good fruit, honestly. I really want an apple now. I could go for an apple. So, yeah, Team Rocket does pretty much successfully get away with Pikachu and Azumarill. And then Totodile joins them as well because he's trying to, to save the Azumarill. Meowth is, like, really good with tools. Meowth should use more tools. Because apparently... Meowth just owns a an electric-proof cage that's fired out of a bazooka, and I feel like you can't just go to a store for that. It's almost certainly custom-made. Everything is custom-made by them. You know what would make this season better? If the Meowth-shaped balloon just became a collection of patches by the end? Like, actually give me some continuity here. That'd be so hard to, to keep animating, though. I know, but it'd be so worth it. It'd be funny. Maybe they just patch it with, like, the same colour fabrics, you can't tell. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the explanation, but it would definitely be better if, if the patches were visible. It would be funny. So you end up with just, like, a rainbow pattern meows by the end of it. Exactly. But yeah, so the, the coughing smoke screen was a good idea. I wanna I wanted to give some props to that. Or is that a wheezing? I don't remember anymore. I think it's wheezing. Okay. Yeah, because it's wheezing in our book. Yeah, James and Meowth did all the heavy lifting. They really did. Jesse was just there. And abusive. Perhaps to Jesse with a whip, just saying. <laughs> it's not a, not a good thing. You don't want a whip Pokemon. Depends on the circumstances. It, it, it. Anyway, moving on. Je- Jesse is going to train Azumarill by whipping it. This is not the, the correct way to discipline Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that Azumarill is a strong, independent woman and does not take anyone. She also has a, a lovely song. Which, if I remember to, I will make it the outro music. You should definitely cut that in, because it was, it was a good little song. Yeah, it was nice. I'll even have to go to the effort of finding it online so I can put it at the end. If it's something else, that means I've forgotten to make it the outro music. Valid. Also, Brock decides to try to teach Totodile how to get women, which is just, like, the worst idea. I think we could talk a lot about Brock. Yeah, yeah. Brock is just bad. Yeah. I really thought at some point someone would tell Brock to knock at the button. That does not happen. Misty does try to intervene, like, as much as she possibly can. A little bit. Constantly trying to drag him away. There, there needed to be some, uh, that's actually really not okay. Yeah. And it, it just never happens. They always play it off as just some gag, and it's just like, no, this is this is harassment. Yes, this is distinctly not okay. Why are you showing this to children? <laughs> this, is, this is not a lesson you should be teaching the kids. I mean, like, I guess the only good thing I'll say about it is that Azumarill doesn't fall in love with Totodile by the end, but that's that's the best you can get. Brock is just so bad. Brock is the worst. I hate him. He's being reduced entirely to just, I go after women. Yeah, he has exactly one personality trait. He has two now. Second thing is now, I also teach Pokemon to go after women, which is even worse. It's so bad. Don't do that. 
It's not even his Pokemon, which is the main thing that really annoys me. Just Ash leaves Totodile with Brock. It's just like, why? Why, Ash? Why would you trust your Pokemon with Brock? So that's what I got for Pokemon. Yeah, I've not got much else either. Just thank God for Misty being the only decent one in Ash and Co. I'm going to be sad when she leaves. I don't know when that happens. If Brock leaves at the same time, then it's 50-50. Okay, we could live with that. Yeah. Was this filler? Extremely. Mm -hmm. Definitely filler. Even if Toadal starts behaving the same way in future episodes, it's just a personality thing. Yeah. Plus, I really doubt we're going to have that amount of continuity. Yeah. Oh, we should mention that that Totodile apparently was so enamored with Azumarill that the Totodile sees another Pokemon with a bow and immediately falls in love. I don't know what kind of Pokemon it was, though. It was a Quagsire, which is a Walter Ground and also an evolved Pokemon. But Azumarill's evolved as well. I guess Totodile goes after the Kukas. Nothing wrong with that part. Fair enough. It's just the way he goes about it. That's the problem. But overall thoughts? This episode was bad and I hated it. Yeah. I said that it was fine, and that's being generous. Uh, yeah. It was very bog-standard filler Pokemon with a very bad message to everyone watching, which is, you should keep bothering women, and if you fail, bother different women. It's the Harvey Weinstein school of thought. It's not good. No, not, not so much. This one is Kyoto Dragon. Here we go! Start off with a fairly brief fight between... Uh, Black War Greymon and kind of everybody. And then uh, we decide to move the Digistone by pointing Digivices at it for reasons. Somehow we think that'll work. And actually what it does is uh, freeze King Longmon, which is good so that King Longmon can do an exposition dump. And then that's pretty much the episode. Dub name is Zulongmon, by the way. God Dragon Digimon, basically. They start off with the DNA Digivolution going again, so you immediately know they've not got that much going on. No, not, not so much. Also for the special episode about that DNA digivolution, it's not very useful. Yeah, Shakumon just really doesn't get highlighted that much. I mean, I guess we broke Black War Greymon's shield, which is an accomplishment, sort of, but still. Sylphimon is still the best one. Yes, very much so. Non-binary icon, yes. But I will admit, though, Shakumon absorbing Terror Destroyer and then firing it back is pretty cool. Alright, that's fair. Just because, like, that move has always been a, an insta-kill in the past, and I was just like, nope. How about no? So, uh, we're gonna get a lot of angst at the end of the episode. We get a lot of angst through the whole episode. That's true. Lot, just so much angst. So much. And Kari's just like, Lequa Greymon just needs a friend. He a lonely boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hikari. <laughs> he just needs a friend. Y'all could do that. Like, Agumon tried. He tried. He almost succeeded. But then something happened to the Destiny Stones and Black Greymon was just like, I'm just going to destroy that. Pikachu! Yeah, yeah. Black War Greymon's only friend is a flower. Mm -hmm. A flower that is alive. It is. Thank you. After we get some fighting and also Acnemon shows up and Mummymon and they don't do much, but they were going to kill the kids. So I guess that's cool. And Digitamimon and Tapemon return to, to fight them off. Which I've just really loved. A little bit of continuity is good. I literally clapped my hands. It was slightly exciting for a second. But then there's this whole massive build-up to a Zulongmon appearing, and I actually really like that, because the, the music is really good. That's true. Then not much happens, although I, I appreciate that Blackwell Greymon tries to get his fight, and 
Ezu Longman is just like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> Do you even know who I am? <laughs> you are my enemy. Who are you again? <laughs> exactly. I I did not as much appreciate all the just really dumb jokes that the dub threw in from him in what should be a kind of serious moment. I know it should be serious, but I loved Ezu Longman's just little jabs at all the Digidestins. <laughs> I will give an, oh, you must be Davis. Yeah, that is amazing. I also love, you ask more questions than Cody does. But even better than that, there's just talking about Izzy like, without that intelligence, he'd be Ty. Oof, big mood. <laughs> so good. But anyway, he explains a bunch of stuff like how off-screen from both this anime and the video games that are also extremely canon in a very baffling move, they also gave up their crests, and that's why they can't go to uh, perfect ultimate whatever level anymore, which... Feels like a thing we should have explained before 35 episodes in. Oh yeah, but like, even TK sounds surprised at this revelation. It's like, you were there! And he carries on and goes on about like, how Hope and Light are super duper special, and that's why they get armored Digivolution still, and yeah, the other yeah. ones aren't as special. Pikachu. Guys, you suck. But they got two eggs, so I guess that's good. That is true. Kind of balances out. They they briefly remembered that the Digi-Egg of Miracles existed, and I still don't really know why he doesn't use that in every battle. I don't know. There's a joke about a general contractor making it out of the Crest of Kindness for reasons. That's such a bad joke. Very bad joke. But then it's like, how do you even know this? You've been imprisoned or something because of the Dark Spires, which do everything evil, apparently. They did kind of explain how armor evolution works. Again, a thing you probably should have explained by episode 5, but whatever. And only these specific Digimon can do it. Yeah. I don't know why that's necessary, but okay. They're trying to retcon stuff to fit with the video games that they're also pretending never happened. It's weird. Why? Nobody cares. Right? Like, this is, like, specifically Ken knows all about this because Ken was there. And also Ken had a friend named Rio that he no longer remembers. I think Ken just conveniently forgets things because that was during his Dark Seed phase or something. Uh, this was before that. He gets Dark Seeded at the end of the second game and then is sick, only offers, like, help by email in the third game. So that's weird. This series is just really a mess, isn't it? Yeah, we gotta talk about these games sometime. Oh no. Can we not just record a special and go go listen to this episode of Lost Translation? (laughs) (laughs) They did it better than we ever could. That's fair. That's a totally valid special. It'd be like two minutes long tops. (laughs) Go listen to this episode of Quinn talking about the same exact thing elsewhere. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? We should do that. That'd be really funny. We'll do that at some point. So TK learns that the digital world is light, so that's good, I guess. The light is the hope, and the hope is the light. Yeah, yeah. None of that made any sense. It was bad. Yeah, it's just like, light is the life of everything, and hope is is the light that fights darkness no matter what. But isn't light, it's hope. Just to be clear, they are different things, but they are both light. Kingdom Hearts is hope, okay? Kingdom Hearts is gay, okay? I I wish... Okay, Kingdom Hearts is not gay enough. That's very, very true. I've never played Kingdom Hearts and do not intend to. You know what? That's that's fair. Probably for the best. I have too much to be getting on with as it is. So that's basically the episode, is we get some brief fighting, and then Azulongmon explains some stuff, and then Eggmon. Uh, Digitamamon. Digitamamon, there we go. 
Oh, it's the same. Cooks them all food to say thanks for something. They call them Chinese buns, but they're they're just Nikuman. They're they're not Chinese at all. Well, okay. But yeah, Blackcore Greyman makes his dramatic exit where he just screams for no reason. <laughs> just be like, notice me, I'm leaving. He goes through a portal to somewhere where people go to disappear. I've got to admit, that is a, a good line. Just, where are you going? Someplace where things go to disappear. Well, and then Daisuke is like the most callous person in the world and just goes, you should try my sock drawer. <laughs> I missed that line. That's so bad. It's it's kind of, like, it's funny, but it's also really rude in that context. Black or Greymon's exiling himself to try and, like, restore balance to the universe because his existence is breaking it or something. Yes, he found out that his purpose in life is to be hated, which, like, I feel like he just really only took what he wanted to get out of that conversation, because what Azulongmon said was, your purpose in life is whatever you decide to make it be. It was a very confusing conversation. Yeah, that's because it didn't actually make any sense. Like, during the whole thing where Black Greyman was fighting all the Ultimates, he was like, I'm not getting any answers. But they were specifically answering his questions. Just like, why, why are you fighting? Because we're trying to save the world! What? You call that an answer? <laughs> what is wrong with him? He's such an edgelord. He's so edgy. And... Only other thing we've not mentioned that I want to bring up is that I'm pretty certain Leafmon's voice actor is the same as Young TK's. So I just, it weirds me out that Leafmon sounds like TK. Yeah. Just going. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but okay. That's the top noise Leafmon makes during. Okay. Fair enough. It's really weird. Strange, strange casting choice. Yeah, sometimes you only have seven actors to do an entire show. Yeah, but it's still just odd. <laughs> it's just so. So recognizable, sounding like TK. Yeah, Digimon does a lot of voice reuse, and they're really not good about differentiating themselves. Yeah, I- I'm going to double check that at some point to see if it actually is the same voice actor or actress, but it, it probably is. Either way, they sounded similar. Uh, so yeah, lots of stuff about the digital world being out of balance, but I guess it's fine now, or will be soon. Whatever. But also more bad things will happen. Yeah, well, I think this episode definitely comes down as not filler. It's not good, but it's not filler. Black or Greymon has made his dramatic exit into the Nether Realms. Overall thoughts? Yeah, it's fine. Honestly, I know it was trying to be all serious and expositiony, but I think it's one of the funniest episodes of Digimon we've had in ages. That's fair. It's just Azulongmon and Black or Greymon. They're both really funny. It's such a weirdly anticlimactic ep- ending to this eight-episode arc of keep losing the same battle over and over again. Yeah, like, Black Crow Grimo finally gets his fight, and it's literally just, you should leave. Just go. I could kill you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> just please leave. You're, you're, you're harming the balance of the universe. It's just like, oh, okay. And then he goes. <laughs> and then also there's a brief discussion of what if we destroyed all the darkness in the universe? And, and TK's like, hey, maybe don't try to do that. <laughs> TK's just like, nah, it's no point. There's gonna be more of it, isn't there? No point even trying. Wow, what a, a hopeful outlook. No matter how hard you try, there will still be darkness, so just give up now. Yeah, yeah. That's the crest of hope for you. I mean, in fairness, he is advocating against genocide at the time, so... It's such a pessimistic look on it all. And he's supposed to have the crest of hope. Like, why? But it's the sort of thing Cody should be saying. He's got the crest of knowledge. It's The, the characters are, are very badly done. Yeah, they're not, they're not the best sometimes. Except when they're Black Quagraymon. I do kind of love my idiot edgelord son. 
<laughs> he's so good, and yet so bad. He is so, I don't know, black or grey money. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing over trivial things. So first of all, Monsters of the Week. I definitely like a Zulongmon. Yeah, 100% agreed. He is the best. Should come back more often, but I think only comes back for like one more episode. Oh, he, he reminds me of Jedi. if Jedi was actually funny. Yes. And also a big blue dragon god with a dramatic entrance. Which would be definitely better, and it's... Definitely better than Tri's version of Jedi. Yeah, Zulongmon's just far and away the best monster. Just this massive god, and all he does is talk. Because he's like, none of you are going to bother fighting me. I'm too OP for you. The worst protagonist? Hands down, Brock. <laughs> Honestly, I think by just like by proxy is Ash. Because he's incredibly oblivious to Totodile's behavior, and it actually just lets Brock be a terrible influence on him. Yeah, yeah. He's a bad pokey parent. Very bad pokey parent. Yes. Not a good Pokemon. Davis's cardinal crimes are just making bad jokes. But even then, he was kind of contributing, just with trying to think of ideas on how to move the Destiny Stones and stuff. So he wasn't especially bad. Yeah, like the idea didn't work, but it did do something. So I guess that's... Yeah, in the past, the D3s just do everything anyway. That's true. So it makes sense to try them. What else were they going to do? Nothing. Nothing is what they were going to do. Correct. They were like, hey, what if we pushed on it? And then they didn't actually try doing that. It is floating up in the air above them, so they can't exactly get up to it. That's fair. It still would have been funny if somebody had like, gone and gotten a stick. <laughs> Just poke it. Hope it moves. That would be very difficult, because there's a whole spar made out of soup beneath it. That's true, that's true. You could have had someone fall into the soup, it would have been funny. That would have been funny. Especially if you just had them, like, have to be wet and covered in soup while a Zulongmon gives the exposition. It should have been Cody that fell in the soup, though. Yeah. So, best human character here. It's got to be Misty. Again. Yeah. She just continues to be the least offensive person that reprimands other people for doing bad things. I want to give a special mention to Cody for his adorable hug of TK at the beginning, but that's not actually like a character moment. It's just good. It's just like, oh, finally we've DNA Digivolve. And then TK, who looks very no homo at the time. No hopo. <laughs> that's the worst joke. Oh my god. No, I'm not sorry. I'm going to stand by it. I, I, can, I can respect that. I've got to take a stance somewhere. Plus, it's also my show. I, I can't go against either of those things. So, if it's not Cody, who is your, your favourite character, then? I was going to give it to Misty, but then Cody comes in second. Fair enough. And which sort of storyline, plotline, did we think was better? I guess Digimon. They were both kind of bad. Yeah. At least this one wasn't filler. They both have their own pros and cons. Well, like, Pokemon is bog-standard filler when not much really happens. It's just kind of safe. Digimon's is a bit different, but the different thing is it's full of exposition. And lots of confusing things happen. Yeah, weirdly, for so much exposition, they did not explain very much. They just said a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. A whole bunch about all of these digivolutions and things that we didn't need to know. Yeah, and if you were gonna do that, it should have been a long time ago. Not, what is it, 37 episodes into the series? Yeah. And, and now you're doing plot dump about why they can't Digivolve to Ultimate still. Would have been useful to know that sooner. Anyway. <laughs> Overall, Digimon was better. I think we know this already. Because nobody was sexually harassed. It's a filler episode with a bad message from Pokemon. Digimon's is a non-filler episode with lots of exposition, admittedly. But it is also quite funny. And I think it's a kind of satisfying end to Black or Greymon. Where he's just sort of left. And now he's 
he's pretty much done. I wish he were actually done, but he's not. He's only going to come back briefly, though, isn't he? For, like, one episode. Two, I think. Okay. I'm looking forward to those, then, because he is just a fun character to watch, because he makes so little sense. He's such a ham. He tries so hard. Oh, that was my other question, is, uh, Vox says he's going to make beef stew, and I want to know where the beef comes from. Taurus? <laughs> Miltank? <laughs> I'm just reflecting because we had a similar question a few episodes ago. Yep. <laughs> well, it's just a massive lump of ham that Nurse Joy had. And we're just like, where did that come from? Yep. So anyway, Ash eats Pokemon. That's just canon. <laughs> yeah. So that does make the score 19-18 to Digimon. It continues to be pretty close between the two. It's just back and forth as to who's winning episodes because it's like a fight to see which can be the least bad. I'll be really glad when we get to Tamers. We will get there. Next time we'll be discussing the 38th episodes, Foul Play for Pokemon, and A Very Digi Christmas, which is just in time to be late for Christmas. Oh, we we get to have shipping wars next time. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord. And you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. Of course, a big thank you to Quinn for joining me as well today. Where can the people find you? For silly reasons, I have recently had to change my Twitter at. So currently, it's at RealYubiCoder. I'll probably go back to being at RealYubico soon, so depending on when you listen to this. Cool. All the links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. Uh, (laughs) Intermission while we both get food (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, BRB getting an apple Might be a while because I gotta run to the store An apple a day keeps the sex pests away Oh god, I wish (laughs) If only So long, farewell I've been a senior I Every time my friend Max says so long I'd say farewell and then we do that (laughs) Sound of music It's a, a quality musical Yeah, yeah Definitely better than Cats 2019.